Hello and welcome to Education in Focus, powered by Chalkboard News. I am Dan McCaleb, Vice President of News and Content at the Franklin News Foundation, publisher of ChalkboardNews.com. Chalkboard is a news website dedicated to issues related to K-12 education. Joining me to talk K-12 education is Brendan Clary, who happens to be Chalkboard's K-12 editor. How are you, Brendan? I am doing well, Dan. How about you? I am doing well, thank you. Brennan, we are recording this on July 31st. That means the calendar is about to change yet again. August generally means that summer vacation is winding down. Of course, school districts across the country all have their own calendars. Some don't start until after Labor Day. Many start uh, well before um, Labor Day. So that means uh, parents at least have to start thinking about back-to-school shopping. Brennan, you wrote at Chalkboard News uh, this past week about the expense that parents should expect from back-to-school shopping. What, what did you find out? Well, so uh, the my my uh, it was actually Julian, uh, our uh, who freelance writes for us. He wrote he wrote the piece on on that. I'm sorry, Brennan. I just I just assumed you wrote everything that we publish at Chalkboard. Of course, that is not the case. We Brennan has some help. Yeah, his name is Julian Roberts Gourmet. Like he's he's been helping us write some pieces, and he wrote a a great piece just looking at you know basically some uh, I believe I believe it was a survey from the retail industry or a report based on some information uh, that they conducted through a survey uh, of seven thousand uh, consumers in June, basically saying, hey, how much do you do you intend to um, spend uh, this this year? How much how much do you think it's going to cost you? And they're expecting to spend the highest amount uh, ever so far. So an $890, about $25 more than Wow. So they're saying, yeah, 890 bucks. Um, so, and I, I was kind of blown away when I, when I saw that, that number as well. Um, and so there were, let, 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 let me interrupt you a second, yeah. Uh, Brendan. Yeah. You're, you're a father of uh two young children who are going to yeah. be going to school. Have you started putting money aside, not for college, but for back to school shopping yet? No, no. I like, and, and I was shocked. I was shocked at, at the expense. I'm like, how much can, you know, paper, pencils, you know, uh, a new backpack. Uh, when I went to high school, I think. iPad. Well, see, that's it. That's, <laughs> and I think that that's, that's the, the thing that they found in this is that, you know, and as like that that is primarily driven by you know the demand for electronics so you know you get an ipad that's 400 bucks you get a new phone that's another 600 bucks so you're you're talking an average of 890 you know half probably have much higher sites half you know much and much lower so um you know that that is was kind of shocking to me until you started to factor that in uh because when i was in you know when i was in school you were allowed to have your you know uh graphing calculator 120 bucks maybe you know and then i you know got a new backpack and some pencils and you know my binders to put stuff in and i w- and then i was good to go so this that that was kind of that did add a lot of context so i think that that you know with that focus on you know maybe the, the need for laptops in schools you know if you have a lot of digital instruction now kind of after the pandemic uh that that starts to make uh some sense i thought that was interesting given that school supplies um in the uh, consumer price index that the the uh, Department of uh, the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics puts out, you know, they found that school supplies are actually uh, down uh, year over year. So, you know, it's not like an inflationary thing. So I, I do think that, you know, there might be some of those, you know, we need more technology for school sort of thing. And that's what's driving the price up. 
based on that that retail um, associations, you know, findings. So this is like an interesting metric. Another thing you wrote about related to back to school and back to school shopping, um, Brendan, is that many states, some states at least, uh, quite a number of states, at least give uh, parents a bit of a break when it comes to um, back to school shopping because they put what they call sales tax holidays. They um, uh, they don't require parents during a certain period of time, a certain window of time, to pay sales tax on back to school items. Yeah. Uh, you reported on that this week. Uh, that was Julian as well, actually. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, you wrote both of those. Uh, he was doing the back to school beat uh, this this week. Um, uh, but he he had a for correcting me. Go, yeah, go no problem. It. He he had a great um, he had a great uh, interview with. Um, with Marco Guzman, who's uh, with the Institute of Taxation and Economic Policy, and he was basically like he he asked him, you know, what are the sales tax holidays? Which states have them? And so there are sixteen that have sixteen states out of the the twenty states that have sales tax holidays. Sixteen of them have them specifically for back to school shopping, um, which is interesting. Like the majority of these states are specifically for like let's give uh, families a break when they're buying back to school supplies. Florida, for example, has one that started on July 24th and it runs through August 6th. So as we're talking about, like, this is the time now for back to school supplies in their eyes. But uh, but uh, Guzman and his organization say this is not actually the best way to target financial relief for those who might need it. So he says we um, that this gives the impression that a state or these politicians are providing tax relief, but there's actually a lot more, um, a lot more problems that come up with it. He said, you know, where you lose revenue, uh, that the state would otherwise make, and that could be used for funding schools. And he also said it disproportionately, uh, favors people who have the money already, uh, so they can wait until now. So maybe like, so they can kind of fit that window. Right. So right. if you're paycheck to paycheck, you probably won't be able to say, Oh, this is the, the tax holiday weekend. I'm going to go and, you know, maybe head out early from my job, you know? So it's, it's just, it's tougher for people who are living paycheck to paycheck to be like, okay, I'm going to drop they that money. Bills they have to pay first. Right. Right. So it's tough. And, you know, and it's also one of those things that we talked about before of are these, you know, pe- pencils, paper these things are are you know given freedom uh these are not taxed the same way but maybe electronics still are and you know that's what parents need uh so if if you know there's a different kind of way of thinking about it such as like a rebate program or something like that um a sales tax credit instead of a holiday those kinds of things might be more helpful in terms of offsetting the cost for people who a, really a targeted one to a, a targeted one to, to yeah. more income families. Sure. Yeah. So you're saying, you know, if you're under this income bracket, you can apply for these and show receipts and maybe there's like a, a program to do that. Right. And you know, some states do have a, like an education's saving account, savings account which you can apply for if you're under a certain income bracket and then you know, you get, you know, some some funding from the state even to help you do that. And we covered that at chalkboard as well that there is different op- like opportunities that families can apply for. And some of them aren't even for tuition. They're just for school supplies. And, you know, maybe that iPad would count. I, I'm not sure. You'd have to you'd have to check. But, the, you know, there are different options out there. Um, so it's just an interesting kind of thing to see who is doing these, these sales tax holidays for school supplies. But those are currently going on now. So um, if, if listeners wanted to take advantage of that, uh, they could check their state and see uh, 
see what the holiday is. Yeah. Well, Brennan, thank you for your insight on this, but we are out of time. In honor of back-to-school season, I promise I will do my homework a little bit more thoroughly before I just start discussing who's writing what uh, and what you're writing and attributing uh, other reporters' work to you. My apologies for those two mistakes. Uh, readers can keep up with all back all things back to school at shockboardnews.com. Uh, for Brennan Clary, I'm Dan McCaleb. Please subscribe and thank you for listening. <laughs>